Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, hello, everybody. What's happening? I'm using a new computer and things are a little bit different. But it's all good. So, yeah, I missed. Wow, that mouse just will not work. Um, Got to use my pad. So, so here we are. Here we are. I was going to do my live Monday as usual. Hey, buddy, what's happening? Um, thanks for catching me on an off day. I was going to do it Monday like usual, but um, I had, I think actually what happened, <laughs> I had clicked some updates on my computer and they were taking a long time. So I stopped them. So I thought, and apparently what was happening was those updates were going on in the background without my knowledge. And it was just logged, you know, bogged down my computer. So, so anywho, you know, this is, uh, this is life imperfectly imperfect. So, so, and then yesterday I wasn't able to do it. So here I am. And, um, yes, please. I'm flying solo. I don't have a guest this time. So, you know, it, it makes it that much easier to interact with you. Um, sometimes I can interact with a guest. Sometimes I'm kind of focused on them. So, so yeah, you know, I'll be keeping a closer eye on the, the comments um, this time around. But um, what I want to talk about was the spiritual shift happening. You know, I mean, I've brought it up many times and, and um, I, I, I'm just constantly seeing adjustments and changes and, and um, things moving forward in it, you know, which is cool, which is cool. So I like, you know, I kind of wanted to point these things out. I mean, I'm blessed to have a live in a spiritual community, be around a lot of spiritual people, um, work with people um, in the, the spiritual and life coaching capacities um, and, you know, therefore see patterns. So there's, you know, I see these things, I think, a little bit easier than maybe maybe the average person because I'm so immersed in it. And I've been around it for <laughs> for the for the last uh, 18 years. So you tend to notice things. So what I've been noticing lately is that it's it's funny because it's almost the opposite of what I was seeing from a non-spiritual perspective. Like from a non-spiritual perspective, from a physical plane 
from a transient um, plane level, it's looked like we've been separated, you know, very divided as, as a group, as, as a society. And we have been, you know, on a lot of issues, but like everything in spirituality, that's just the surface. You know, that's just what things look like on a surface. That's the symptoms of what's happening underneath. So it's not, it's not, if you're talking about deeper truths that are transpiring, that's not really it. That's just what it looks like on the surface. So, so we have been very divided, but what I've been noticing lately is that, um, that is actually part of the spiritual shift that's happening at this point. So we're actually starting to separate more. So I think just to put this into perspective, I'm going to use, um, uh, a reference I've used before, and I've used lots of references for this, like the spiritual shift that's happening right now. This is nothing new. This has been foretold by every ancient wisdom, every religion, every like it's been pointed towards forever <laughs> from, you know, for thousands of years. We've been pointing towards this time in human history where things change. Now, of course, the way it's phrased is different. Um, the, the perhaps, you know, it's, it's like anything. Like, we have to understand people's perspectives. Our perspectives are our reality. So if you, like, let's say you're, you, you have a dream at night, right? And dreams don't really make sense in a normal way, right? A lot of times. So then you wake up, but it was this really vivid dream and, and it was really powerful and you remember it. And it was this really important message. And then you, you have all that inside of you and then you're trying to get it out of you, right? And then all of a sudden, sometimes the words are difficult to find. It's hard to explain to somebody else because even though you get the concept of what the message inside of you, when you're trying to relay it with words, all of a sudden it gets difficult and you, you're like, Oh, let me tell you about this dream. And you're like, uh, but, but, uh, Oh wait, well, it, it doesn't kind of make sense when I say it, but it didn't a dream. Welcome to my world. <laughs> this is, this is a big part of spiritual teaching because I have to take things that are spiritual conceptual and try to birth them into this world in a manner of speaking in which people can connect to and understand. So that's, that's kind of my whole life, but, but, um, but I've worked hard at, you know, finding a vocabulary to do it. But what I'm, my point is this different religions and different, um, prophets and people who have foretold of this time in human history coming, they've used different words to describe it. And a lot of it is based on their perspectives it's their way of thinking. That's how they verbalize what they saw in their visions or in their dreams, right? Hey, Tony. <laughs> Tony I don't know, Tony. You have a, you always had a good way of expressing. <laughs> um, so, so I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go into every single 
wisdom tradition and, you know, give it an example. I'm just going to go with the rapture. You know, the rapture is something that a lot of people have heard of. So the, the perspective of the rapture is basically God comes down, takes all the good people and boom, they pulls them up to heaven. And then all the bad people are left here on earth. And it's like a living hell down here. So basically we're in two dimensions, right? That's the basic idea of a rapture. So if you think like just hold things loosely for a minute, we need to do this. We need to hold things loosely because we're never going to perfectly explain things in a spiritual context. Like, it, you know, words are just pointers. We're never going to say exactly what it is. And sometimes the way we see things evolve as we evolve. And then our perspective shifts slightly. So I'm constantly holding everything that I say loosely. My concept of God is loose. So it can expand and shift and change as I sh expand, shift and change. So, so, you know, hold on to these things loosely. So if somebody's explaining the rapture, right? and they were Christian-based, or they were um, exposed to Christian teachings, um, or, you know, or maybe even they're just trying to figure out a way to, to, to describe what they saw. Like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, I'm holding this loosely, just like I'm asking you to do. Maybe God didn't actually pick people up and put them in heaven and leave all the bad people down here. Maybe there was a spiritual shift that was occurring and people were raising that vibration. And as they rose their vibration, what they did is their vibration started matching the vibration of heaven. Heaven is a dimension. It's not a location. It's not a place. It's just a dimension. So if we raise our vibration until it matches the vibration of heaven, we could be creating a new heaven and a new earth right? Which was talked about in the Bible. So, so this, so what if that's the explanation of the rapture? What if the spiritual people are just raising their vibration until they basically live in a different dimension, still here on earth, just a different dimension. They interact with each other that are all high vibrational. It's, and the, the other people that are vibrating so low, they don't even really interact with them. They're not even really even aware that they exist. Like this is, you know, and it sounds like, come on, Glenn, you know, are you kidding me? But think about it. It's really, we've all experienced this to some degree. Have you ever had somebody right next to you when you were focused on something and they were like, hey, Glenn, 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 what? Like you didn't even, you weren't, they were right there. There's no like, um, physical reason that I shouldn't have heard them right away. But I was so locked on to what I was locked on to. It, it's very similar to like that. You can be in a high vibrational state. You can drop into a deep meditation and not even know somebody's touching you or talking to you. In a meditation, you can do it. Just if your attention is locked onto something, you can do it. If any of you are parents out there, you've seen your kids do it a billion times. You think they're ignoring you. Like one thing I learned as a parent early on was to make sure my son acknowledged my presence before I started talking to him. I would be like, hey, 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 look at me. 
And I'd make him just stop what he was doing, look at me and acknowledge my presence. And then I would start talking to him if it was something that I wanted him to hear. Because half the time his attention was was sprayed or hyper-focused on one thing and it wasn't me. You know, either way, he wasn't fully absorbing what I was trying to put out. And then I'm wondering why he's not listening to me. You know, so this is what I'm talking about. Hey, Sarah. Thanks. Man, I'm loving this. I'm loving you guys all showing up. <clears throat> so so a high when we are at a higher vibrational rate, we can actually not even perceive things that are happening around us. It's a fact. It, you know, I mean, we can do this. We, we do do it. It's just when we're vibrating at a really high rate, it can happen even more than we realize that we're capable of at this point. So what if we raise our vibration, we're kind of living in a heaven on earth in a different dimension, just at a higher vibration, but the same location. And then the people who were incapable of raising their vibration, well, what are they? What, you know, like, what are people, who are people who are not concerned about um, improving themselves? Um, They're not concerned about loving one another they're not concerned about the earth they're not they're, you know just the people that we would normally label as like selfish and 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 cold and jerks and all this stuff and they have no interest in anything spiritual loving kind whatever you know like what what type of existence would those people if there was a bunch of people interacting with each other that were at that same vibration what would that look like probably kind of like a hell, hell on earth, right? So what if somebody that was describing the rapture that they saw in a vision just used Christian-based words, oh, God, heaven, hell, and, and, and used those words because those were the words that they knew. That was the philosophies that they were exposed to. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. It can be a version of that. It could be different words of that. You know, it could be a high vibrational reality and a low vibrational reality. So I'm, I'm laying that out as a foundation to explain what I'm starting to see. And what I'm starting to see is that there, I'm starting to see the middle ground uh, dissipate. And that doesn't mean that, you know, there's anything wrong or, 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 or we're... <laughs> We're losing our opportunity or our gateway or, you know, spirituality doesn't work like that. Uh, the door is always open, you know, knock and it opens. So like it's it's always up to us. We always have a choice. It's not uh, like we're missing the boat or anything. But what I do see was that we were kind of like this and there was there was one side that was really um leaning into the spiritual right and then there's the other side that's really away from the spiritual and in the middle was a majority of the people that weren't necessarily completely on one side or the other now maybe they were in a physical world maybe they were picking sides with uh, political parties or with uh, COVID issues or with Black Lives Matter, all the stuff that's been transpiring here on earth with all the controversy, they may have been picking sides on a physical level, but that's not as deep as a spiritual level. So we had all this intermingling right here. 
And what I'm seeing now is that middle section is starting to disappear. And the people who are choosing the spiritual are really leaning into the spiritual. And you have to now. Like, this is the way the universe is making it happen because it has to pick up speed. It's momentum. We're gaining momentum. Things are happening faster and faster. The spiritual shift is happening faster and faster. That's just momentum. That's how things work. Like, it's energy. Like when, you know, if you have, if you have a uh, hundred thousand spiritual people on the planet, right. And you're leaning towards a spiritual awakening. And then all of a sudden you have a million spiritual people on the planet. Of course, there's going to be greater momentum, right? So now, and I think, you know, we're, we're way higher than that. You know, I mean, we've got hundreds of millions of people and, and who knows how many people, but the more people open up to love and, and it doesn't have to be a spiritual way of life. It can be anything. They can be using their religion to find spirituality, to, to connect with their source, to connect with their inner peace, happiness, and love. Um, they can use any of the existing religions. They can be coming up with new religions. They can, they can be using straight spirituality with no religion. They can be just um, using love. I just want to be loving. You know, if you're leaning into something that is, that is of a high vibration, then you are vibrating higher. It's that simple. It's if you practice gratitude, your vibration raises. If you practice love, your vibration raises. Uh, love for others, love for yourself. Like uh, as long as you understand it, you know, being a martyr doesn't mean that you're loving yourself. That just means you're beating the shit out of yourself, trying to feel good about yourself. So that that's not. I'm talking about pure energy. If you're leaning into a pure and if you're trying to save people, that's manipulation energy. So that's not it either. You can't save anybody. So if you're running around trying to save people, stop it because you're you're not you're actually lowering your own vibration and enabling others to keep their vibration lower. So that's actually detrimental. Trying to save people is manipulation. Even if your heart is in the right, oh, I want the right, I want the best for them. I want them to, I want them to know love. I want them, it doesn't matter that, that you know, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm sure you have wonderful intentions, but if you're trying to control another person, you're trying to make them do something, then that, what that is, is manipulation energy. Love is choice, Right. So what I'm seeing is, is this middle ground is starting to, it, it's starting to lessen. People are picking their sides now and they're locking down. And, um, you know, you know, you can, you've, you've been able to see this. You've been able to see this with the, um, uh, on the material world level for years, the last couple of years now. It's been doing more and more, but now we're starting to do it on a spiritual. It's, you know, I've, I've seen it with, with conversations that I've had with people that have known me for many years. And some of them are getting to the point where they're just like, nope. And some are getting to the point, some are, and, and, and some new people are coming and they're going, yes, yes, yes. And it, it can, I'm not even going to get into the spiritual, I mean, the uh, physical world aspect of it. It's just the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm, the vibration is raising so high, so quickly 
that we have to make a choice. Like you cannot keep your, you can't sit on a fence anymore. You can't have one leg in and one leg out. You can't stand in the middle of the road. You've got to pick a side. And people are doing it and they're doing it. They don't even know they're doing it because it's spiritual, right? So, and, and I mean, especially the people who are, are choosing not to do it. The people who are choosing not to fully drink the Kool-Aid and buy into the spirituality aspect of it. Th those people aren't aware that they're not doing it. They still think that they're riding the line and playing the game and they're doing the buffet style where, yeah, some of the spiritual stuff's cool. I'll lean into it. I like it. Um, but, you know, I got this other part of my life, too. And, and, and they're playing both sides. They think they are. They have been for years now. But it's getting to the point now where, where you can't. Because, like, even me, my whole life has been based on spirituality for the last 18 years. I have never leaned into my, well, except maybe my original awakening. But I have never, very rarely, I'll say very rarely, because there's been some times where I really needed to lean into my spirituality. But very rarely in the last 18 years have I needed to lean in this far just to, just to keep up with the vibration, the vibrational raises, rises, <laughs> raises that are going on on the planet. Like I, I'm constantly releasing stuff. I'm constantly, you know, I did Cambo a couple weeks ago. Yesterday, I just did this deep um, assisted stretching, which was insane. Like this guy would go into body part areas where I was storing traumas from my teenage years. And, and, and I would be in it and it'd be like physical pain and he'd have me breathe through it and release and boom, it would go. It was amazing, you know, but so I did this assisted stretching, releasing all these trapped energies deep, deep, deep within me that I've been carrying for so many years, even after all the work and all the releasing that I was doing. Hey, Junior. I was speaking about the same thing with a friend now. See, there we go. See, jun Junior's over here. Uh, in the DR with me. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing this. It's the, the shift is picking up speed and we have no choice but to lean in. The, the higher vibration you are, you, you have to lean in now. You know, and I know I've been saying this for a while, but it's, it's, it's getting more and more. So that physical stretching I did, with, um, then there was a, a massage, a deep tissue massage after, and then a sound healing with Reiki and med meditation after. And it was a whole process. And, and it was powerful. You know, it was a few hours. And, and I'm still, you know, um, acclimating today. And I probably will be for several days, you know, integrating the shifts that, that took place during that. But my point is, is that we're leaning in, we're leaning in, we have to lean in this, the, the shift is just going way too fast. And so we cannot walk the line anymore. You, you can't walk up the middle of the road. And if you think you are, then what you're doing is you're falling to the side that is closing off. 
you're you're falling to the side where you're not choosing love. You're not choosing spirituality because you cannot maintain like as the vibration raises, you can't just stay. That's that's, that's not how it works, man. The universe is expanding. The earth is spinning like everything is in motion in this entire universe. And so are you. Like you can't just stay there. You know, look at relationships. You ever been in a relationship with somebody where where it's like you guys get along, but you're not ready for something like serious. Uh, so you try to kind of keep it casual. How long does that last? A month or two? It doesn't last. Why? Because the, the relationship is organic. So it's constantly expanding. Right. It's it's growing. It's developing into something. And so just trying to stay where you are. While while the whole momentum of the entire universe is moving forward, like it, it doesn't work. So if you think that you're staying, but you know, like you you dabbled into spirituality and and you know some of its tenets rang true for you, so you're kind of good and you're like good right there. If that's what you think you're doing, you're not because you can't you you could never stay in one place ever. We could never do that. But we could get away with with thinking that we could for a while because the speed wasn't going. It wasn't going that quickly. Just muting my phone. <clears throat> you know, the 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 spiritual shift wasn't picking up speed that much. So you could stay in the same place kind of, you know, with small expansions here and there and stuff for years. And you could be OK. Not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. Man, you, we need to lean in all the way and we need to go. And those who aren't are, you know, it's, they're going, the suffering is pro, the suffering is already started increasing. It's just, we are masters of distraction. So we, we, we distract ourselves from it. So, you know, we just, we stay busy. We watch TV. We, smoke weed we drink alcohol we take illegal drugs we take legal drugs we have you know copious amounts of sex we have we dive into relationships we shop we you know whatever we do overeat we do whatever we need to do to distract ourselves from what's going on inside and it's going to be getting more like if you're leaning on that stuff and don't get me wrong if you want to sit down and watch a movie and unplug, go sit down and watch a movie, whatever. It's 16 hours in a day after you sleep eight. So you've got plenty of time to live in, in reality and watch a movie. <clears throat> so, so, you know, you have to pick a side. You have to lean in further than you think you, you ever had to. And I mean, it's going to be different for everybody for sure. So like, let's say I'm going to, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to use Tony as an example, since he's with me tonight. Now, Tony, I went to high school with, and I've paid attention to Tony's comments uh, as of late, you know, I mean, in, even in the last couple of years. And me knowing Tony at 16 and me listening to the way Tony talks in, in his 50s, I have a pretty good idea of Tony's vibration because it's been steady. Like it, it, you know, I'm sure he's gone through his stuff over the years, 
But there's a consistency with Tony. That is why I want to use him for an example here. Like Tony is a happy person. He treats others well. He always has. He always will. It's who he is. He's a special soul. It's a, it's a, he's a beautiful person to be around. So people like that, like are just like, I had to bust my ass to get spiritual. I had to have all these spiritual awakenings. Tony just walked in spirituality because that is spirituality. Walking around peacefully and happily is spirituality. So Tony has been walking in that from a very early age, probably his whole life. And a lot of people don't look at him and go, oh, my God, Tony's a spiritual master, right? They'll, they might look at me because I've been doing a podcast. I'm in, I'm in the public and go, oh, my, and I wrote a book and I got all this. <gasps> Glenn, oh, he knows his spirituality stuff. But Tony could be an example of somebody that's highly spiritually evolved just naturally. He just came out didn't resist a lot of what was going on in the world and just lived his life his way and treated other people good and walks through the world pretty happily. Somebody like that doesn't necessarily need to change their vibration all that much because they're already vibrating at a high rate. So it's, you know, this is what we need to keep in mind. It doesn't look the same for everyone. And I wanted to point that out because it's, you know, what I'm going to be saying is very specific. So I don't want you guys to think that it's, it can only look one way. What I'm talking about here is concepts. See, this is the problem I have when I'm trying to release a, a concept that's within me and put it out into the world because the words can only do so much, right? So oh, let me switch something here. I'm playing around with stuff, with settings. Anywho, uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. So, so it can look different. You know, the best way to know where you are is to pay attention to your levels of uncomfortable uncomfortability and suffering, especially when you're still. If you can just be still without being distracted to anything and maybe maybe some uncomfortability will bubble up at first, but then you kind of just allow yourself to feel it or something and five or 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, it's processed, you're good and you just you, you feel comfortable inside. You, there's not a lot of suffering in your life. You, there's not a lot of resistance. You're not stressed out all the time. You're not really worried about the day-to-day -day flavor of dysfunction that's happening on a physical plane. It doesn't knock you around that much. If you're like that, you're good. You're good, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about it. But if you pay attention and your suffering is increasing, your uncomfortability is increasing, you know, you monitor your moods, your thoughts. If your thoughts are getting more negative, your moods are getting more up and down. You're dropping into negativity more. Those are all signs that like the spiritual shift is moving up and you're not. That's what that means. So if, if you're not experiencing uncomfortability, don't worry about it. Disregard everything I'm saying. You're doing fine. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
But if that uncomfortability is arising, then that is your nudge. You're one of the ones that is supposed to wake up because not everybody is, man. Not everybody's going to wake up. It's not going to happen. And the beautiful part is we don't need everybody to wake up. You know, some people talk about the 2080 rule where 20% of the people basically, once 20% of the people lock into a belief system or a way of doing things, they the, the other 80 follow with. And there's lots of scientific evidence of that. Some people talk about 51% being tipping point, you know, we're a halfway and then you go 51 and boom, then all of a sudden the momentum shifts in the other direction and it's like a mudslide, right? Or an avalanche. It's just because all the all the the weight is going down in one direction. So it doesn't matter whether we need we it's the 80-20 rule or the 51% or whatever. We don't need everybody to wake up, and not everybody's going to wake up. So we don't have to. This is one of the reasons why we have stopped pointing our fingers at the things that are going wrong. Oh my God, do you believe these? Do you like somebody had a post? I don't know if I reposted it or not. But it was something like um, it was some um, writer uh, for like a newspaper. And he was saying that there's something like 530 something people that dictate what's going on for millions in the United States. So, you know, he's talking about the president, the, the Congress and and all the, those political parties is like 530 something of them all together. And they determine policies. They determine what happens. And then the, you know, the millions of people that live in the United States are controlled. So like we, we're, we're busy pointing the finger at those 530 something people. Don't even bother, man. It, we, we don't need them. <laughs> they're, they're such a minority and they're so brainwashed that half of them actually think they're doing the right thing. That's what's insane. Actually, more than half of them. I mean, you talk to a high-level politician, he'll give you his martyr speech, how he's dedicated his or her life to the betterment of society or some ridiculous bullshit like that. Like, wait, has, has society gotten better? No. Okay, then you've done a crappy job. So, um, but we don't need those people. The, the, they're so bought into a system that's bullshit that they're not going to come around anyway. So it, we, we don't. And, and some of them will. And that's cool. You know, it's cool when somebody makes a giant leap like that. I love it. Everybody is capable of change. You know, I, this is like sometimes words are difficult, man. Words are difficult. So I express something and people's perspectives come in and, and shade what I've expressed because I can't express exactly what I'm saying because there are no words to express exactly what I'm saying. So like sometimes when I talk about people that are waking up and people who aren't waking up, it feels like I'm separating. So that's what the ego does. The ego separates. And it, I'm good. You're bad. I feel good about myself. And the worse you are, then the better I feel about myself because it's clearer that I'm better and you're worse. That's egoic, right? When I'm talking factually that there are just some people that function from an awake standpoint, they're aware of their choices, they're aware of their surroundings, and they're conscious about the choices that they're making as opposed to conditioning from uh, 
from, excuse me, from functioning from a conditioned state of being that they were taught and domesticated through while they were being raised and society taught them. And they just unconsciously react to situations. And there's people who consciously react to situations. It's not a judgment. Not one's better than the other. It's just is. It's just that's that's what's happening. So so when I'm talking about these two people, it's just to make a point. It's not judgmental. I'm not judging them as bad. They just are unconscious. That's a fact. That's like, you know, my my uh, my pen is black with gold writing on it. That's my Glenn Ambrose life coaching pen. <laughs> it's black and it has gold writing on it. That's a fact. It's not a judgment. I'm not saying it's bad that it's black or it's good that it's black. It's just black. That's all. So... It's the same thing when I'm talking about conscious and unconscious. It's not it, 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 it. I'm not labeling somebody as good or bad. I'm just saying that that's that's how they're functioning in this reality. And the beautiful part is, is that I think I'm a good example of anybody being capable of awakening. You know, go down to Florida and <laughs> go down to Sarasota, Florida, into especially a men's group meeting. And ask some of the old timers if they thought Glenn was going to get it. <laughs> For years, I used to go down there. And every time I ran into somebody that knew me before I got sober, they were like, man, I never thought you were going to get it. You're one angry little shit. Like everybody, you know, and I thought I got along pretty well with people, which I think I did. But they just could tell I was very angry. But um, if I, my point is, is a, if I can get it, anybody can get it. And it's and a lot of times the people who are suffering the most and the most, uh, those are the people who do pop open because they're right there. That's what all that suffering is about, you know. So there's no judgment here. Anybody can do it. it but my point is, is, you know, I've said this before. There's there's people who see. There's people who see when they are shown. And there is there are people who don't see even if they're shown you know and that's kind of a spiritual perspective of just anything i mean it's it you know even that has a judgmental slant on it somewhat if you're in a judgmental mindset you can be like oh that's judgmental i don't mean it that way so you you know there can be 33% on this side and 33% on this side and 33% in the middle Whatever, however you want to look at it. My point is, is that, and it's not, you know, these percentages are hypothetical too. But like, if you have 33% that are um, awakened or enlightened, at least to some degree, and then you get 33% that are in the middle, and then you get 33% over there that have no interest in awakening, we don't, we have to stop arguing with those people. If they don't have any interest in, our, in, in in awakening, let them not awaken. You're not going to wait. You're not going to change them anyway. Fact. I mean, the only time anybody awakens, whether they're in the middle or whether they're way on the outside, thinking that they probably won't awaken. No, the only time anybody ever awakens is when they choose to. That's the foundation. It's our free will. So. It's just most people in that far 33% or whatever percentage they are, the people who aren't, even if it's 50%, who cares? 
50% of people don't have no interest in awakening. All right, fine, whatever. It doesn't affect anything. What it is, is it's, you know, one of the reasons AA is, is successful in a lot of ways is because um, it has this policy of attraction rather than promotion. So it says, don't go try to save people. Don't go try to talk them into AA being the best way. Don't try to recruit people because that's all manipulation energy. It doesn't work. So what it is, is just attraction. Be the light. That's it. You just be the light. And the curious little moths will come flying around going, hey, what's this light about? What's that about? You know? And then they might leave. And then they might come back. I'm, I'm doing this visual. For, for you guys watching the video, You'll hopefully you'll like this. Here's a little joke for you. Okay, here's a moth, right? I'm doing the visual of a moth flying around. How do you know when a moth farts? He flies in a straight line. <laughs> oh, Tony, I must be connected with you, man. That's an old George Carlin joke, I believe. So, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did just do that. So... What I was saying is attraction rather than promotion. Be the light. Just be the light. Don't You don't have to try to talk people. If somebody says, hey, I just had this quick question for you. What about this? You just answer the quick question. And then you let them walk away. And then they'll come back. And then they walk away. And then they'll come back. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, yeah, I think once they make their choice, then it's on. You know? <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'm really surprised I did the, uh, even for me, the, the moth farting joke was uh, a little bit out there. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, attraction rather than promotion. Don't worry about the people who aren't getting it. Don't worry about, the, and which this bleeds right into the mentality of being sovereign. We don't need the physical world people to change they look like they're in power it feels like they're in power it seems like they're in power and they're not they're not in power man they're just not we we just got to stop playing the game and pretending like they are oh my god what's going to happen if they pass this law oh my god what's going to happen if they pass that law as long as you stay in there in there Oh, my God, you're putting energy towards the system that they're they run a surface system. They run it. Right. And as long as you're engaged and that's creating your reality and you're feeding into it, that's you're going to you're going to stay there. And you're going to if you're based in love and you're up here in controversy, it's going to feel controversial. But if you're deeper than that and you're anchored in love, then all this noise on the surface, it's like it, it's like a deep lake, you know? Be the lake, man. You know, Google some, some, some uh, quotes about the deepness of a lake and spirituality. It's a really good metaphor that's been being used for thousands of years because it symbolizes like, you know, the boats going along the top of the water and, and, and uh, 
you know, rainstorms and, and, and uh, the, the fish up at the top jumping and all the controversy that's going on, all the noise, all the stuff that's going on and way at the bottom, man, way in the deep levels, it's just peace. And that is a good metaphor for spirituality because that's where we are. We need to start anchoring into that deeper, anchoring deeper into that deep, deep, deep peace because that is it. That's the stuff. You know, when I talk about being happy, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm freaking happy. No, like I never walk around like that. Very rarely do I externally express this happy emotion like this. Like, I just don't do that. It's not my personality. And it's really not that big of a deal anyway. I mean, I like experiencing happy moments like that. They're enjoyable. I try to do it regularly <laughs> whenever I can. But I don't express it like that. I'm not. Ah. That's not spirituality, man. That's just, that's a collective vibration of happiness. It's being high. A high doesn't last. Deepness does. That's spirituality. So we have to, you know, dive into your spirituality, man. Like if you're thinking about getting attuned to Reiki, go get attuned. I mean, it's not that big of an investment. You can freaking do it. You know, if you're thinking about checking out a sound bowl healing, go. If you've never thought about it, Google where they are. I bet you most people on a, in the United States could drive to a freaking sound healing within an hour or two. Like, I mean, they're everywhere nowadays. And if you can't do one online, everything's online now, you know? So dive into your spirituality, open, release this trapped energy, let go of the suffering. It's time, man. It's time. And that middle ground is breaking apart. It's, we don't, there's, you, you're either in the game or you're not. It's getting more and more like that. And like I said, at any point, somebody that isn't in the game can jump over and get in the game. It can happen at any time. You know, there's, there's no shelf life for this stuff. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, it's it, But I mean, you know, I would recommend doing it sooner than later because why suffer? You know, I just don't like suffering. People think, I've said this for years, people are like, oh, Glenn, you're so strong. You do the, the spiritual work when you need to. And I'm like, no, I'm not strong. I just white knuckle. I don't white knuckle well. I don't suffer well. I'm not good at suffering. I suffered immensely for many, many years. And when I woke up spiritually, I decided I wasn't going to live my life through suffering anymore. That's all. So I don't like when it's a choice, go through something and come out peaceful and, and happier or suffer, I choose go through something, come out more peaceful and happier. And it's not because I'm strong. It's because I don't like suffering. <laughs> you know? So in that analogy, in, if anything, you could say I'm weak. I don't suffer well. He doesn't, he just doesn't like suffering much. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. So I find it easier to go in the other direction. Not always easier. But I find it better going in the other direction, you know. And so the reason I want to tell you guys this is because that is what I'm seeing is happening. It's getting further and further and further. And again, it's not danger. If you're over here and you want to be over here, you can do that at any time. But it's going to get harder, you know. 
because like you have to like right now I used to say some of the things that I went through spiritually were like going through a, a knot hole of pain. It's just excruciating pain. Like, and right now, you know, you got to squeeze through a knot hole like this. It's so weird. I cannot get used to this camera being backwards. Um, yeah, this way. So like, you know, we've been squeezing through knot holes that are like this big, you know, and it's painful, man. But you come out the other side to this new deepness, this new spiritual contentedness that's wonderful. What's happening, though, is that knot hole is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And it's going to hurt more and more when you when you leap, because you're if you're not growing, you're suffering, you're you, you we're always expanding. So we're expanding something. You're either expanding your ego by just letting it be con in control of you. Just by letting your ego be in control of you gets it firmer. It get, The longer it's in control of you, the more in control of you it is. Again, nothing stays the same. So if, if you allow fear to control you, the more fear is going to control you. Why? Because it's constantly expanding. It's just that's what it does. So that's what's happening. So if you're debating right now, I recommend making that leap and really diving in to the spiritual move. Work through it. You know, go start doing some tapping, you know, Google tapping videos or EMT or, or Reiki. Go get some Reiki or like I say, you can do all this stuff online and it, there's just so many tools out there. There's no excuse, you know, like reach out to me if you need some guidance. It's, you know, get my book. I got 200 freaking episodes of, of podcasts out there. Listen, you know, there's tons of free information. It's so go out there and do your work because that middle ground is disappearing and people are picking sides. And you're, if you're picking, the sides that you're picking are, I am opening spiritually and I'm going to transcend all the surface crap. Or I'm staying enmeshed in the surface crap. Those are your two choices. The two choices are not Republican or Democrat. They're not vaccine or anti-vaccine. Those, those aren't the actual sides. Those are two sides of the same argument. That's just, I'm caught up in the arguing. That's, I'm caught up in the surface stuff. I'm caught up in the transient stuff. The stuff that isn't going to last forever. The stuff that's non-eternal. The stuff that's egoic based. All the things that are transpiring on the earth right now, we think they're so real, they're not real. They're transitory. Nothing on this earth is real. It's all transitory. It all changes. And it's all just surface bullshit. When you get down underneath, when you start interacting in an eternal way, I'm eternally sovereign. I'm eternally creating my own reality. I'm eternally grounded in spirituality and safety. Always. That's what we're trying to get to anyway, people. So we might as well do it now. <laughs> you, know? you might as well do it now. And if you don't believe me, just be aware. Do yourself a favor 
and crank up your awareness. Pay attention to what's happening. Pay attention to your moods. Keep a journal. Pay attention to how many days or, or how many times a day that you get overwhelmed or stressed out or, or, or bothered, how many bad days you have or how many, how many times per day you have bad periods or whatever. And just keep a journal of this stuff. And watch, and I guarantee you it's going to be getting worse. If you're not, you're, you're either going to be getting deeper in your spirituality and more grounded, and all this surface stuff is going to bother you less and less and less, or it's not. And, you know, one of the reasons I'll, I'll end with this, one of the ways that I, I got clarity on this was I was talking to a friend of mine recently. And as a lot of you know, I will lean into the COVID conversations here and there when I'm guided to. And this time I was guided to more on a, um, in a back end way where I was just talking to one person as opposed to posting out on social media. And afterwards, once I was, um, once I was integrating what I was learning from having that conversation with this person that I, that I highly respect this person's intelligence and stuff, I, was, I realized I was like, I can't play up there anymore. This is how I got clarity on this. I can't play up in the BS anymore. I can't even lean in on the COVID discussions. I can't lean into the, the, the most recent law that's passed um, here in the DR or what's going on in the UK or the United States. Like I can't even really, I can like say a couple sentences to somebody maybe just like in an opinion perspective or something, but I cannot have like in-depth discussions about this stuff anymore. I can't do it. It just doesn't match my vibration. Like I was doing it and I could literally feel my energy dropping like within a matter of, let's say, like four hours of going back and forth messaging, my energy was just dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and I could feel it. And then as soon as I was done and I disconnected from it, my energy rose back up in like a half an hour. I was like three quarters of the way, probably 90% of the way back to where I was before I started. But in like four hours, my, my I was literally like fatigued and like, I mean, it, it was amazing. And I was like, okay, wow. You know, I knew I was doing it for a reason. So I was, I was learning about it. And it's like, okay, I can't lean into this stuff anymore. It just drains my energy. It brings my vibration down dramatically. And I'm not willing to do that anymore. And that's not the only reason. I was getting these, these messages for a while, you know, over the last couple of weeks. It's just, I can't lean into this stuff. I put a note on my phone first thing in the morning, like, I don't know, maybe a week before that happened or something like that. And what's the note that I put? Well, high vibrational talk and topics only. High vibrational talk and topics only. I got to stay up here, man. I got to, well, no, I'm sorry. The, the, <laughs> the people that have been watching the video is like, um, I just said high vibrational, so my arms are automatically went up, but I've been using that as an explanation of surfacey stuff. So this is the, up here is the surfacey stuff. What you know, so so I don't confuse anybody. I'm talking about deep spirituality. I need to stay in that deep spirituality. I cannot dabble with the surface stuff anymore. 
I can't go for, I have to stay in the depths of the lake where things are peaceful and I can talk with like-minded people and stuff. I cannot be dabbling. And like I said, I mean, I, I can go to a store. I can buy something that I need or, or, or whatever. I can do whatever I want up there. I just can't engage energetically up there. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, as you're doing this, you can still go to work and you can still, you know, take care of your kids. You can still send them to school or homeschool them or whatever the hell you, you can still handle your surface responsibilities. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to be conscious of our energy and stay anchored in that deep spirituality and just interacting up here is okay. But we can't, we can't energetically immerse ourselves in that thinking that it's reality because it's not, you know, up there is just surfacey BS, man. And, and we can dabble and do what we need to do, but we got to be anchored down here in that deep spirituality, you know, deep within. So, so this is the, this is how it's been. This is how it's been being shown to me, how my own experience has been. And I want to come on and share it with you guys. And, you know, of course, I've had conversations like this with the people in my spiritual community. Um, so it's not just me saying it. But <clears throat> this is what I'm talking about, peeps. So, um, you know, shit or get off the pot. It's time. It's time. The spiritual shift is happening. Um, and I and if you're feeling a shitload of suffering um, and you're all over the place and stuff, that's because you're not leaning in far enough. You got to lean in. Spiritual work is unique in a way that we we are used to interacting with the world. So we go, oh, I'll go to school. And I'll, you go to school, you pay attention half the time or three quarters of the time. You get some grades, you pass, you move on. That's not how spirituality is, man. It's all or nothing. You're either in or you're not. And it's getting more and more like that. So like it's complete surrender. You can't half surrender to spirituality. You have to lean in as much as humanly possible. And then after you lean in as far as you can, lean in more. Yeah, this is, it reminds me of being a parent. One time I described being a parent like that. I was like, you know, you're a parent when you've given everything that you have. And then after you're completely depleted, you give more. Like that's when you know you're a parent. <laughs> you know, Because sometimes it feels like that, right? So spirituality is the same way. When you think you're leaning in, lean in more. That's where it is. When you're sitting there going, I am I'm just, I'm giving everything I have. I'm giving that. This is all I've got. This is everything. This is everything I've got. I can't do anymore. When you're there, lean in more. And that is what's going to do it because the whole point is stretch. You have to stretch yourself. What, what is it? What does an elastic band look like when it stretches, right? It doesn't look like this. It doesn't look when it stretches, it's ah, and it feels like it's going to snap and then it shoots forward. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. Increase, stretch, 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 and boom, you go. So when you think you've stretched as far as you can, stretch more. And that's where your spiritual awakenings are going to happen. All right. That's been an hour. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, um, 
I haven't done one alone in a while, so this was freaking fun. I enjoyed it. So thank you. And I am going to rock out. And peace out. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly. Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, hello, everybody. What's happening? I'm using a new computer and things are a little bit different. But it's all good. So, yeah, I missed. Wow, that mouse just will not work. Um, could have used my pad. So, so here we are. Here we are. I was going to do my live Monday as usual. Hey, buddy, what's happening? Um, thanks for catching me on an off day. I was going to do it Monday like usual, but um, I had, I think actually what happened, <laughs> I had clicked some updates on my computer and they were taking a long time. So I stopped them. So I thought. And apparently what was happening was those updates were going on in the background without my knowledge. And it was just logged, you know, bogged down my computer. So, so anywho, you know, this is, uh, this is life imperfectly imperfect. So, so, and then yesterday I wasn't able to do it. So here I am. And, um, yes, please. I'm flying solo. I don't have a guest this time. So, you know, it, it makes it that much easier to interact with you. Um, sometimes I can interact with a guest. Sometimes I'm kind of focused on them. So, so yeah, you know, I'll be keeping a closer eye on the, the comments um, this time around. But um, what I want to talk about was the spiritual shift happening. You know, I mean, I've brought it up many times and, and um, I, I, I'm just constantly seeing adjustments and changes and, and um, things moving forward in it, you know, which is cool, which is cool. So I like, you know, I kind of wanted to point these things out. I mean, I'm blessed to have a live in a spiritual community, be around a lot of spiritual people, um, work with people um, in the, the spiritual and life coaching capacities um, and, you know, therefore see patterns. So there's, 
you know, I see these things, I think, a little bit easier than maybe maybe the average person because I'm so immersed in it. And I've been around it for <laughs> for the for the last uh, 18 years. So you tend to notice things. So what I've been noticing lately is that it's it's funny because it's almost the opposite of what I was seeing from a non-spiritual perspective. Like from a non-spiritual perspective, from a physical plane, from a transient um, plane level, it's looked like we've been separated, you know, very divided as as a group, as as a society. And we have been you know, on a lot of issues, but like everything in spirituality, that's just the surface. You know, that's just what things look like on a surface. That's the symptoms of what's happening underneath. So it's not, it's not, if you're talking about deeper truths that are transpiring, that's not really it. That's just what it looks like on the surface. So, so we have been very divided, but what I've been noticing lately is that um, that is actually part of the spiritual shift that's happening at this point. So we're actually starting to separate more. So I think just to put this into perspective, I'm going to use um, uh, a reference I've used before, and I've used lots of references for this. Like the spiritual shift that's happening right now this is nothing new this has been foretold by every ancient wisdom every religion every like it's been pointed towards forever <laughs> from you know for thousands of years we've been pointing towards this time in human history where things change now of course the way it's phrased is different um the the perhaps you know, it's, it's like anything, like we have to understand people's perspectives. Our perspectives are our reality. So if you like, let's say you're, you, you have a dream at night, right? And dreams don't really make sense in a normal way, right? A lot of times. So then you wake up, but it was this really vivid dream and, and it was really powerful and you remember it. And it was this really important message. And then you, you have all that inside of you and then you're trying to get it out of you. Right. And then all of a sudden, sometimes the words are difficult to find. It's hard to explain to somebody else because even though you get the concept of what the message inside of you, when you're trying to relay it with words, all of a sudden it gets difficult and you, you're like, Oh, let me tell you about this dream. And you're like, uh, but, but, uh, Oh wait, well, it, it doesn't kind of make sense when I say it, but it didn't a dream. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a big part of spiritual teaching because I have to take things that are spiritual, conceptual, and try to birth them into this world in a manner of speaking in which people can connect to and understand. So that's that's kind of my whole life. But but um, but I've worked hard at you know finding a vocabulary to do it. But what I'm my point is this. Different religions and different um, prophets and people who have foretold of this time in human history coming, 
they've used different words to describe it. And a lot of it is based on their perspectives. It's their way of thinking. That's how they verbalize what they saw in their visions or in their dreams, right? Hey, Tony. <laughs> Tony I don't know, Tony. You have a, you always had a good way of expressing. <laughs> um, so, so I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go into every single wisdom tradition and you know give it an example. I'm just gonna go with the rapture. You know, the rapture is something that a lot of people have heard of. So the the perspective of the rapture is basically God comes down, takes all the good people, and boom, they pulls them up to heaven, and then all the bad people are left here on earth, and it's like a living hell down here. So basically, we're in two dimensions, right? That's the basic idea of rapture. So if you think like just hold things loosely for a minute, we need to do this. We need to hold things loosely because we're never going to perfectly explain things in a spiritual context. Like, you know, words are just pointers. We're never going to say exactly what it is. And sometimes the way we see things evolve as we evolve. And then our perspective shifts slightly. So I'm constantly holding everything that I say loosely. My concept of God is loose. So it can expand and shift and change as I sh expand, shift and change. So, so, you know, hold on to these things loosely. So if somebody's explaining the rapture, right? and they were Christian-based, or they were um, exposed to Christian teachings, um, or, you know, or maybe even they're just trying to figure out a way to, to, to describe what they saw. Like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, I'm holding this loosely, just like I'm asking you to do. Maybe God didn't actually pick people up and put them in heaven and leave all the bad people down here. Maybe there was a spiritual shift that was occurring and people were raising that vibration. And as they ro rose their vibration, what they did is their vibration started matching the vibration of heaven. Heaven is a dimension. It's not a location. It's not a place. It's just a dimension. So if we raise our vibration until it matches the vibration of heaven, we could be creating a new heaven and a new earth right? Which was talked about in the Bible. So, so this, so what if that's the explanation of the rapture? What if the spiritual people are just raising their vibration until they basically live in a different dimension, still here on earth, just a different dimension. They interact with each other that are all high vibrational. It's, and the, the other people that are vibrating so low, they don't even really interact with them. They're not even really even aware that they exist. Like this is, you know, and it sounds like, come on, Glenn, you know, are you kidding me? But think about it. It's really, we've all experienced this to some degree. Have you ever had somebody right next to you when you were focused on something and they were like, hey, Glenn, 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 what? Like you didn't even, you weren't, they were right there. There's no like, um, physical reason that I shouldn't have heard them right away. But I was so locked on to what I was locked on to. It, it's very similar to like that. You can be in a high vibrational state. You can drop into a deep meditation and not even know somebody's touching you or talking to you. 
you know, meditation, you can do it. Just if your attention is locked onto something, you can do it. If any of you are parents out there, you've seen your kids do it a billion times. You think they're ignoring you. Like one thing I learned as a parent early on was to make sure my son acknowledged my presence before I started talking to him. I would be like, hey, 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 look at me. And I'd make him just stop what he was doing, look at me and acknowledge my presence. And then I would start talking to him if it was something that I wanted him to hear. Because half the time his attention was was sprayed or hyper focused on one thing. And it wasn't me, you know, either way, he wasn't fully absorbing what I was trying to put out. And then I'm wondering why he's not listening to me, you know? So this is what I'm talking about. Hey, Sarah, thanks, man. I'm loving this. I'm loving you guys all showing up. <clears throat> so, so a high, when we are at a higher vibrational rate, we can actually not even perceive things that are happening around us. It's a fact. It's, you know, I mean, we can do this. We we do do it. It's just when we're vibrating at a really high rate, it can happen even more than we realize that we're capable of at this point. So what if we raise our vibration, we're kind of living in a heaven on earth in a different dimension, just at a higher vibration, but the same location. And then the people who were incapable of raising their vibration, well, what are they? What, you know, like, what are people, who are people who are not concerned about um, improving themselves? Um, they're not concerned about loving one another. They're not concerned about the earth. They're not, they're, you know, just the people that we would normally label as like selfish and, and, and cold and jerks and all this stuff. And they have no interest in anything spiritual, loving, kind, whatever. You know, like what what type of existence would those people if there was a bunch of people interacting with each other that were at that same vibration, what would that look like? Probably kind of like a hell, hell on earth. Right. So what if somebody that was describing the rapture that they saw in a vision just used Christian based words? Oh, God, heaven, hell. And, and, and use those words because those were the words that they knew. That was the philosophies that they were exposed to. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. It can be a version of that. It could be different words of that. You know, it could be a high vibrational reality and a low vibrational reality. So I'm, I'm laying that out as a foundation to explain what I'm starting to see. And what I'm starting to see is that there... I'm starting to see the middle ground uh, dissipate. And that doesn't mean that, you know, there's anything wrong or, 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 or we're, <laughs> we're losing our opportunity or our gateway or, you know, spirituality doesn't work like that. Uh, the door is always open, you know, knock and it opens. So like, it's, it's always up to us. We always have a choice. It's not uh, like we're missing the boat or anything. But what I do see was that we were kind of like this. And there was there was one side that was really um, leaning into the spiritual, right? And then there's the other side that's really away from the spiritual. And in the middle was a majority of the people 
that weren't necessarily completely on one side or the other. Now, maybe they were in a physical world. Maybe they were picking sides with uh, political parties or with uh, COVID issues or with Black Lives Matter, all the stuff that's been transpiring here on Earth with all the controversy. They may have been picking sides on a physical level, but that's not as deep as a spiritual level. So we had all this intermingling right here. And what I'm seeing now is that middle section is starting to disappear. And the people who are choosing the spiritual are really leaning into the spiritual. And you have to now. Like, this is the way the universe is making it happen because it has to pick up speed. It's momentum. We're gaining momentum. Things are happening faster and faster. The spiritual shift is happening faster and faster. That's just momentum. That's how things work. Like, it's energy. Like when, you know, if you have, if you have a uh, hundred thousand spiritual people on the planet, right. And you're leaning towards a spiritual awakening. And then all of a sudden you have a million spiritual people on the planet. Of course, there's going to be greater momentum. Right. So now, and I think, you know, we're way higher than that. You know, I mean, we've got hundreds of millions of people and, and who knows how many people, but the more, people open up to love and, and it doesn't have to be a spiritual way of life. It can be anything. They can be using their religion to find spirituality, to, to connect with their source, to connect with their inner peace, happiness, and love. Um, they can use any of the existing religions. They can be coming up with new religions. They can, they can be using straight spirituality with no religion. They can be just um, using love. I just want to be loving. You know, if you're leaning into something that is, that is of a high vibration, then you are vibrating higher. It's that simple. It's if you practice gratitude, your vibration raises. If you practice love, your vibration raises. Uh, love for others, love for yourself. Like uh, as long as you understand it, you know, being a martyr doesn't mean that you're loving yourself. That just means you're beating the shit out of yourself trying to feel good about yourself so that that's not i'm talking about pure energy if you're leaning into a pure and if you're trying to save people that's manipulation energy so that's not it either you can't save anybody so if you're running around trying to save people stop it because you're you're not you're actually lowering your own vibration and enabling others to keep their vibration lower so that's actually detrimental trying to save people is manipulation even if your heart isn't right. Oh, I want the right. I want the best for them. I want them to, I want them to know love. I want them. It doesn't matter that, that, you know, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I'm sure you have wonderful intentions, but if you're trying to control another person, you're trying to make them do something, then that, what that is, is manipulation energy. Love is choice, Right. So what I'm seeing is, is this middle ground is starting to, it, it's starting to lessen. People are picking their sides now and they're locking down. And, um, you know, you know, you can, you've, you've been able to see this. You've been able to see this with the, um, uh, on the material world level for years, the last couple of years now. It's been doing more and more, but now we're starting to do it on a spiritual. It's, you know, I've, I've seen it with, with the conversations that I've had with people that have known me for many years. And 
some of them are getting to the point where they're just like, nope. And some are getting to the point, some are, and, and, and some new people are coming and they're going, yes, yes, yes. And it, it can, I'm not even going to get into the spiritual, I mean, the uh, physical world aspect of it. It's just the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm, the vibration is raising so high, so quickly that we have to make a choice. Like you cannot keep your, you can't sit on a fence anymore. You can't have one leg in and one leg out. You can't stand in the middle of the road. You've got to pick a side. And people are doing it and they're doing it. They don't even know they're doing it because it's spiritual. Right. So and, and I mean, especially the people who are, are choosing not to do it, the people who are choosing not to fully drink the Kool-Aid and buy into the spirituality aspect of it. Th those people aren't aware that they're not doing it. They still think that they're riding the line and playing the game and they're doing the buffet style where, yeah, some of the spiritual stuff's cool. I'll lean into it. I like it. Um, but you know, I got this other part of my life too. And, and, and they're playing both sides. They think they are, they have been for years now, but it's getting to the point now where, where you can't because like even me, my whole life has been based on spirituality for the last 18 years. I have never leaned into my, well, except maybe my original awakening, but I have never, very rarely, I'll say very rarely, because there's been some times where I really needed to lean into my spirituality. But very rarely in the last 18 years have I needed to lean in this far just to just to keep up with the vibration, the vibrational raises, rises, <laughs> raises that are going on on the planet. Like I, I'm constantly releasing stuff. I'm constantly, you know, I did Cambo a couple weeks ago. Yesterday, I just did this deep um, assisted stretching, which was insane. Like this guy would go into body part areas where I was storing traumas from my teenage years. And, and, and I would be in it and it'd be like physical pain. And he'd have me breathe through it and release and boom, it would go. It was amazing, you know, but so I did this assisted stretching, releasing all these trapped energies deep, deep, deep within me that I've been carrying for so many years, even after all the work and all the releasing that I was doing. Hey, Junior, I was speaking about the same thing with a friend now. See, there we go. See, Junior's over here uh, in the DR with me. Um yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing this. It's the the shift is picking up speed and we have no choice but to lean in. The, the higher vibration you are, you you have to lean in now. You know, and I know I've been saying this for a while, but it's 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 getting more and more. So that physical stretching I did with um, then there was a, a massage, a deep tissue massage after and then a sound healing with Reiki and med meditation after and it was a whole process and and it was powerful you know it was a few hours and and i'm still you know um acclimating today and i probably will be for several days 
you know, integrating the shifts that, that took place during that. But my point is, is that we're leaning in, we're leaning in, we have to lean in this, the, the shift is just going way too fast. And so we cannot walk the line anymore. You, you can't walk up the middle of the road. And if you think you are, then what you're doing is you're falling to the side that is closing off. You're, you're falling to the side where you're not choosing love. You're not choosing spirituality because you cannot maintain, like as the vibration raises, you can't just stay. That's, that's, that's not how it works, man. The universe is expanding. The earth is spinning. Like everything is in motion in this entire universe and so are you. Like you can't just stay there. You know, look at relationships. You ever been in a relationship with somebody where where it's like you guys get along, but you're not ready for something like serious. Uh, so you try to kind of keep it casual. How long does that last? A month or two? It doesn't last. Why? Because the, the relationship is organic. So it's constantly expanding. Right. It's so it's growing. It's developing into something. And so just trying to stay where you are while while the whole momentum of the entire universe is moving forward, like it, it doesn't work. So if you think that you're staying, but you know, like you you dabbled into spirituality and and you know some of its tenets rang true for you, so you're kind of good and you're like good right there. If that's what you think you're doing, you're not because you can't you you could never stay in one place ever. We can never do that. But we could get away with with thinking that we could for a while because the speed wasn't going it wasn't going that quickly. Just muting my phone. <clears throat> you know, the 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 spiritual shift wasn't picking up speed that much. So you could stay in the same place kind of, you know, with small expansions here and there and stuff for years. And you could be okay. Not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. Man, you, we need to lean in all the way. And we need to go. And those who aren't are, you know, it's, they're going, the suffering is, pro, the suffering is already started increasing. It's just, we are masters of distraction. So we, we, we distract ourselves from it. So, you know, we just, we stay busy. We watch TV. We smoke weed. We drink alcohol. We take illegal drugs. We take legal drugs. We have, you know, copious amounts of sex. We have, we dive into relationships. We shop. We, you know, whatever. We do overeat. We do whatever we need to do to distract ourselves from what's going on inside. And it's going to be getting more. Like if you're leaning on that stuff, and don't get me wrong, if you want to sit down and watch a movie and unplug, go sit down and watch a movie, whatever. It's 16 hours in a day after you sleep eight. So you've got plenty of time to live in, in reality and watch a movie. <clears throat> so, so, you know, you have to pick a side. You have to lean in further than you think you, you ever had to. And I mean, it's going to be different for everybody for sure. So like, let's say I'm going to, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to use Tony as an example, since he's with me tonight. Now, Tony, I went to high school with, and I've paid attention to Tony's comments uh, as of late, 
you know, I mean, in, even in the last couple of years. And me knowing Tony at 16 and me listening to the way Tony talks in, in his 50s, I have a pretty good idea of Tony's vibration because it's been steady. Like, it, it, you know, I'm sure he's gone through his stuff over the years, but there's a consistency with Tony. That is why I want to use him for an example here. Like, Tony is a happy person. He treats others well. He always has. He always will. It's who he is. He's a special soul. It's a, it's a, he's a beautiful person to be around. So people like that, like, are just, like, I had to bust my ass to get spiritual. I had to have all these spiritual awakenings. Tony just walked in spirituality because that is spirituality. Walking around peacefully and happily is spirituality. So Tony has been walking in that from a very early age, probably his whole life. And a lot of people don't look at him and go, oh, my God, Tony's a spiritual master, right? They'll, they might look at me because I've been doing a podcast. I'm in, I'm in the public and go, oh, my, and I wrote a book and I got all this. <gasps> Glenn, oh, he knows his spirituality stuff. But Tony could be an example of somebody that's highly spiritually evolved just naturally. He just came out, didn't resist a lot of what was going on in the world and just lived his life his way and treated other people good and walks through the world pretty happily somebody like that doesn't necessarily need to change their vibration all that much because they're already vibrating at a high rate so it's you know this is what we need to keep in mind it doesn't look the same for everyone and i wanted to point that out because it's you know what i'm going to be saying is very specific so i don't want you guys to think that it's it can only look one way what I'm talking about here is concepts. See, this is the problem I have when I'm trying to release a, a concept that's within me and put it out into the world because the words can only do so much, right? So oh, let me switch something here. I'm playing around with stuff. Wood settings. Anywho. Uh <laughs> It didn't do anything. So, so it can look different. You know, the best way to know where you are is to pay attention to your levels of uncomfortable, uncomfortability and suffering, especially when you're still, if you can just be still without being distracted to anything and maybe, maybe some uncomfortability will bubble up at first, but then you kind of just allow yourself to feel it or something and five or 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, it's processed. You're good. And you just, you, you feel comfortable inside. You, there's not a lot of suffering in your life. You, there's not a lot of resistance. You're not stressed out all the time. You're not really worried about the day-to-day flavor of dysfunction that's happening on a physical plane. It doesn't knock you around that much. If you're like that, you're good. You're good, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about it. But if you pay attention and your suffering is increasing, your uncomfortability is increasing, you know, you monitor your moods, your thoughts. 
If your thoughts are getting more negative, your moods are getting more up and down, you're dropping into negativity more. Those are all signs that like the spiritual shift is moving up and you're not. That's what that means. So if, if you're not experiencing uncomfortability, don't worry about it. Disregard everything I'm saying. You're doing fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but if that uncomfortability is arising, man, that is your nudge. You're one of the ones that is supposed to wake up because not everybody is, man. Not everybody's going to wake up. It's not going to happen. And the beautiful part is we don't need everybody to wake up. You know, some people talk about the 2080 rule where 20% of the people basically, once 20% of the people lock into a belief system or a way of doing things, they the, the other 80 follow with. And there's lots of scientific evidence of that. Some people talk about 51% being tipping point, you know, we're a halfway and then you go 51 and boom, then all of a sudden the momentum shifts in the other direction and it's like a mudslide, right? Or an avalanche. It's just because all the all the the weight is going down in one direction. So it doesn't matter whether we need we it's the 80-20 rule or the 51% or whatever. We don't need everybody to wake up, and not everybody's going to wake up. So we don't have to. This is one of the reasons why we have stopped pointing our fingers at the things that are going wrong. Oh my God, do you believe these? Do you like somebody had a post? I don't know if I reposted it or not. But it was something like um, it was some um, writer uh, for like a newspaper. And he was saying that there's something like 530 something people that dictate what's going on for millions in the United States. So, you know, he's talking about the president, the, the Congress and and all the, those political parties is like 530 something of them all together. And they determine policies. They determine what happens. And then, the you know, the millions of people that live in the United States are controlled. So, like, we, we're, we're busy pointing the finger at those 530 something people. Don't even bother, man. It, we, we don't need them. <laughs> they're, they're such a minority. And they're so brainwashed that half of them actually think they're doing the right thing. That's what's insane. Actually, more than half of them. I mean, you talk to a high level politician, he'll give you his martyr speech, how he's dedicated his or her life to the betterment of society or some ridiculous bullshit like that. Like, wait, has, has society gotten better? No. OK, then you've done a crappy job. So um, but we don't need those people. The, the, they're so bought into a system that's bullshit that they're not going to come around anyway. So it, we, we don't. And, and some of them will. And that's cool. You know, it's cool when somebody makes a giant leap like that. I love it. Everybody is capable of change. You know, I, this is like sometimes words are difficult, man. Words are difficult. So I express something and people's perspectives come in and, and shade what I've expressed because I can't express exactly what I'm saying because there are no words to express exactly what I'm saying. So like sometimes when I talk about people that are waking up and people who aren't waking up, it feels like I'm separating. So that's what the ego does. The ego separates. And it, I'm good. You're bad. I feel good about myself. And the worse you are, 
then the better I feel about myself because it's clearer that I'm better and you're worse. That's egoic, right? When I'm talking factually that there are just some people that function from an awake standpoint, they're aware of their choices, they're aware of their surroundings, and they're conscious about the choices that they're making, as opposed to conditioning from, uh, from excuse me, from functioning from a conditioned state of being that they were taught and domesticated through while they were being raised and society taught them. And they just unconsciously react to situations. And there's people who consciously react to situations. It's not a judgment. Not one's better than the other. It's just it is. It's just that's that's what's happening. So so when I'm talking about these two people, it's just to make a point. It's not judgmental. I'm not judging them as bad. They just are unconscious. That's a fact. That's like, you know, my my uh, my pen is black with gold writing on it. That's my Glenn Ambrose life coaching pen. <laughs> it's black and it has gold writing on it. That's a fact. It's not a judgment. I'm not saying it's bad that it's black or it's good that it's black. It's just black. That's all. So it's the same thing when I'm talking about conscious and unconscious. It's not, it, 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 I'm not labeling somebody as good or bad. I'm just saying that that's, that's how they're functioning in this reality. And the beautiful part is, is that I think I'm a good example of anybody being capable of awakening. You know, go down to Florida and <laughs> go down to Sarasota, Florida into especially a men's group meeting and ask some of the old timers if they thought Glenn was going to get it. <laughs> For years, I used to go down there. And every time I ran into somebody that knew me before I got sober, they were like, man, I never thought you were going to get it. You're one angry little shit. Like everybody, you know, and I thought I got along pretty well with people, which I think I did, but they just could tell I was very angry. But um, if my point is, is, if I can get it, anybody can get it. And it's and a lot of times the people who are suffering the most and the most, uh, those are the people who do pop open because they're right there. That's what all that suffering is about, you know. So there's no judgment here. Anybody can do it. it. But my point is, is, you know, I've said this before. There's, there's people who see, there's people who see when they are shown and there is, there are people who don't see even if they're shown, you know, and that's kind of a spiritual perspective of just anything. I mean, it's, it, you know, even that has a judgmental slant on it somewhat. If you're in a judgmental mindset, you can be like, oh, that's judgmental. I don't mean it that way. So, you, you know, there can be 33% on this side and 33% on this side and 33% in the middle, whatever, however you want to look at it. My point is, is that, and it's not, you know, these percentages are hypothetical too, but like if you have 33% that are um, awakened, or enlightened, at least to some degree. And then you get 33% that are in the middle. And then you get 33% over there that have no interest in awakening. We don't, we have to stop arguing with those people. If they don't have any interest in, our, in, in, in awakening, let them not awaken. You're not going to wait. You're not going to change them anyway. Fact. I mean, the only time anybody awakens, whether they're in the middle or whether they're way on the outside 
thinking that they probably won't awaken. No, the only time anybody ever awakens is when they choose to. That's the foundation. It's our free will. So it's just most people in that far 33% or whatever percentage they are, the people who aren't, even if it's 50%, who cares? 50% of people don't have no interest in awakening. All right, fine, whatever. It doesn't affect anything. What it is, is it's, you know, one of the reasons AA is, is successful in a lot of ways is because um, it has this policy of attraction rather than promotion. So it says, don't go try to save people. Don't go try to talk them into AA being the best way. Don't try to recruit people. Because that's all manipulation energy. It doesn't work. So what it is, is just attraction. Be the light. That's it. You just be the light. And the curious little moths will come flying around going, hey, what's this light about? What's that about? You know? And then they might leave. And then they might come back. I'm, I'm doing this visual. For, for you guys watching the video, You'll hopefully you'll like this. Here's a little joke for you. Okay, here's a moth, right? I'm doing the visual of a moth flying around. How do you know when a moth farts? He flies in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony, I must be connected with you, man. That's an old George Carlin joke, I believe. So, so anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did just do that. So what I was saying is attraction rather than promotion. Be the light. Just be the light. Don't, you don't have to try to talk people. If somebody says, hey, I just had this quick question for you. What about this? You just answer the quick question. And then you let them walk away. And then they'll come back. And then they walk away. And then they'll come back. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, yeah, I think once they make their choice, then it's on, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm really surprised I did the, uh, even for me, the, the moth farting joke was uh, a little bit out there. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, attraction rather than promotion. Don't worry about the people who aren't getting it. Don't worry about, and which this bleeds right into the mentality of being sovereign. We don't need the physical world people to change. They look like they're in power. It feels like they're in power. It seems like they're in power. And they're not. They're not in power, man. They're just not. We, we just got to stop playing the game and pretending like they are. Oh, my God. What's going to happen if they pass this law? Oh, my God, what's going to happen if they pass that law? As long as you stay in there, in there, oh, my God, you're putting energy towards the system that they're, they run a surface system. They run it, right? And as long as you're engaged and that's creating your reality and you're feeding into it, that's, you're going you're gonna to stay there. And you're going to, if you're based in love and you're up here in controversy, it's going to feel controversial. But if you're deeper than that and you're anchored in love, then all this noise on the surface, it's like, it, it's like a deep 
lake, you know, be the lake, man. You know, Google some, some, some uh, quotes about the deepness of a lake and spirituality. It's a really good metaphor that's been being used for thousands of years because it symbolizes like, you know, the boats going along the top of the water and, 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 uh, you know, rainstorms and, and, and uh, the, the fish up at the top jumping and all the controversy that's going on, all the noise, all the stuff that's going on and way at the bottom, man, way in the deep levels, it's just peace. And that is a good metaphor for spirituality because that's where we are. We need to start anchoring into that deeper. Anchoring deeper into that deep, deep, deep peace because that is it. That's the stuff. You know, when I talk about being happy, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm freaking happy. No, like I never walk around like that. Very rarely do I externally express this happy emotion like this. Like I just don't do that. It's not my personality. And it's really not that big of a deal anyway. I mean, I like experiencing happy moments like that. They're enjoyable. I try to do it regularly <laughs> whenever I can, but I don't express it like that. I'm not, ah, that's not spirituality, man. That's just, that's a collective vibration of happiness. It's being high. A high doesn't last. Deepness does. That's spirituality. So we have to, you know, dive into your spirituality, man. Like if you're thinking about getting attuned to Reiki, go get attuned. I mean, it's not that big of an investment. You can freaking do it. You know, if you're thinking about checking out a sound bowl healing, go. If you've never thought about it, Google where they are. I bet you most people on a, in the United States could drive to a freaking sound healing within an hour or two. Like, I mean, they're everywhere nowadays. And if you can't do one online, everything's online now. You know, so dive into your spirituality, open, release this trapped energy, let go of the suffering. It's time, man. It's time. And that middle ground is breaking apart. It's we don't there's you you're either in the game or you're not. It's getting more and more like that. And like I said, at any point, somebody that isn't in the game can jump over and get in the game it Can happen at any time. You know, there, there's no shelf life for this stuff. So you don't have to worry about that. Uh, it's it, But I mean, you know, I would recommend doing it sooner than later because why suffer? You know, I just don't like suffering. People think <laughs> I've said this for years. People are like, oh, Glenn, you're so strong. You do the, the spiritual work when you need to. And I'm like, no, I'm not strong. I just white knuckle. I don't white knuckle well. I don't suffer well. I'm not good at suffering. I suffered immensely for many, many years. And when I woke up spiritually, I decided I wasn't going to live my life through suffering anymore. That's all. So I don't like when it's a choice, go through something and come out peaceful and, and happier or suffer. I choose go through something, come out more peaceful and happier. And it's not because I'm strong. It's because I don't like suffering. <laughs> So in that analogy, in, if anything, you could say I'm weak. I don't suffer well. He doesn't, he just doesn't like suffering much. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. So I find it easier to go in the other direction. Not always easier, but I find it better going in the other direction. You know, and so 
the reason I want to tell you guys this is because that is what I'm seeing is happening. It's getting further and further and further. And again, it's not danger. If you're over here and you want to be over here, you can do that at any time. But it's going to get harder, you know, because like you have to like right now, I used to say some of the things that I went through spiritually were like going through a, a knot hole of pain. It's just excruciating pain. Like and right now, you know, you got to squeeze through a knot hole like this. It's so weird. I cannot get used to this camera being backwards. Um, yeah, this way. So like, you know, we've been squeezing through knot holes that are like this big, you know, and it's painful, man. But you come out the other side to this new deepness, this new spiritual contentedness that's wonderful. What's happening, though, is that knot hole is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And it's going to hurt more and more when you when you leap, because you're if you're not growing, you're suffering. You're you, you, we're always expanding. So we're expanding something. You're either expanding your ego by just letting it be con in control of you just by letting your ego be in control of you gets it firmer. It get the longer it's in control of you, the more in control of you it is. Again, nothing stays the same. So if, if you allow fear to control you, the more fear is going to control you. Why? Because it's constantly expanding. It's just that's what it does. So that's what's happening. So if you're debating right now, I recommend making that leap and really diving in to the spiritual move, work through it, you know, go start doing some tapping, you know, Google tapping videos or EMT or, or Reiki, go get some Reiki or like I say, you can do all this stuff online. And it, there's just so many tools out there. There's no excuse, you know, like <laughs> reach out to me if you need some guidance. It's, you know, get my book. I got 200 freaking episodes of, of podcasts out there. Listen, you know, there's tons of free information. It's so go out there and do your work because that middle ground is disappearing and people are picking sides. And you're, if you're picking the sides that you're picking are, I am opening spiritually and I'm going to transcend all the surface crap or I'm staying enmeshed in the surface crap. Those are your two choices. The two choices are not Republican or Democrat. They're not vaccine or anti-vaccine. Those, those aren't the actual sides. Those are two sides of the same argument. That's just I'm caught up in the arguing. That's I'm caught up in the surface stuff. I'm caught up in the transient stuff, the stuff that isn't going to last forever, the stuff that's non-eternal, the stuff that's egoic-based. All the things that are transpiring on the earth right now, we think they're so real. They're not real. They're transitory. Nothing on this earth is real. It's all transitory. It all changes. And it's all just surface bullshit. When you get down underneath, when you start interacting in an eternal way, I'm eternally sovereign. I'm eternally creating my own reality. I'm eternally grounded in spirituality and safety. 
always. That's what we're trying to get to anyway, people. So we might as well do it now. <laughs> you might as well do it now. And if you don't believe me, just be aware. Do yourself a favor and crank up your awareness. Pay attention to what's happening. Pay attention to your moods. Keep a journal. Pay attention to how many days or, or how many times a day that you get overwhelmed or stressed out or, or, or bothered, how many bad days you have or how many, how many times per day you have bad periods or whatever. And just keep a journal of this stuff and watch. And I guarantee you it's going to be getting worse. If you're not, you're, you're either going to be getting deeper in your spirituality and more grounded and all this surface stuff is going to bother you less and less and less or it's not and you know one of the reasons i'll i'll end with this one of the ways that i i got clarity on this was i was talking to a friend of mine recently and as a lot of you know i will lean into the covid conversations here and there when i'm guided to and this time i was guided to more on a um, in a back-end way where I was just talking to one person as opposed to posting out on social media. And afterwards, once I was, um, once I was integrating what I was learning from having that conversation with this person that I, that I highly respect this person's intelligence and stuff, I was, I realized I was like, I can't play up there anymore. This is how I got clarity on this. I can't play up in the BS anymore. I can't even lean in on the COVID discussions. I can't lean into the the, the most recent law that's passed um, here in the DR or what's going on in the UK or the United States. Like, I can't even really, I can like say a couple sentences to somebody maybe just like in an opinion perspective or something, but I cannot have like in-depth discussions about this stuff anymore. I can't do it. It just doesn't match my vibration. Like I was doing it and I could literally feel my energy dropping like within a matter of, let's say like four hours of going back and forth messaging, my energy was just dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and I could feel it. And then as soon as I was done and I disconnected from it, my energy rose back up in like a half an hour. I was like three quarters of the way, probably 90% of the way back to where I was before I started. But in like four hours, my, my I was literally like fatigued and like, I mean, it, it was amazing. And I was like, okay, wow. You know, I knew I was doing it for a reason. So I was, I was learning about it. And it's like, okay, I can't lean into this stuff anymore. It just drains my energy. It brings my vibration down dramatically. And I'm not willing to do that anymore. And that's not the only reason. I was getting these, these messages for a while, you know, over the last couple of weeks. It's just, I can't lean into this stuff. I put a note on my phone first thing in the morning, like, I don't know, maybe a week before that happened or something like that. And what's the note that I put? Well, high vibrational talk and topics only. High vibrational talk and topics only. I got to stay up here, man. I got to, well, no, I'm sorry. The, the, <laughs> the people that have been watching the video is like, um, I just said high vibrational. So my arms are automatically went up, but I've been using that as an explanation of surfacey stuff. So 
this is the, up here is the surfacey surfacey stuff. What you know, so so I don't confuse anybody. I'm talking about deep spirituality. I need to stay in that deep spirituality. I cannot dabble with the surface stuff anymore. I can't go for. I have to stay in the depths of the lake where things are peaceful and I can talk with like-minded people and stuff. I cannot be dabbling. And like I said, I mean, I, I can go to a store. I can buy something that I need or, or, or whatever. I can do whatever I want up there. I just can't engage energetically up there. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, as you're doing this, you can still go to work and you can still, you know, take care of your kids. You can still send them to school or homeschool them or whatever the hell you, you can still handle your surface responsibilities. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we have to be conscious of our energy and stay anchored in that deep spirituality and just interacting up here is okay. But we can't, we can't energetically immerse ourselves in that thinking that it's reality because it's not, you know, up there is just surfacey BS, man. And, and we can dabble and do what we need to do, but we got to be anchored down here in that deep spirituality, you know, deep within. So, so this is the, this is how it's been. This is how it's been being shown to me, how my own experience has been. And I want to come on and share it with you guys. And, you know, of course, I've had conversations like this with the people in my spiritual community. Um, so it's not just me saying it. But <clears throat> this is what I'm talking about, peeps. So, um, you know, shit or get off the pot. It's time. It's time the spiritual shift is happening. Um, and I and if you're feeling a shitload of suffering um, and you're all over the place and stuff, that's because you're not leaning in far enough. You got to lean in. Spiritual work is unique in a way that we we are used to interacting with the world. So we go, oh, I'll go to school. And I'll, you go to school, you pay attention half the time or three quarters of the time. You get some grades, you pass, you move on. That's not how spirituality is, man. It's all or nothing. You're either in or you're not. And it's getting more and more like that. So, like, it's complete surrender. You can't half surrender to spirituality. You have to lean in as much as humanly possible. And then after you lean in as far as you can, lean in more. Yeah, this is, it reminds me of being a parent. One time I described being a parent like that. I was like, you know, you're a parent when you've given everything that you have. And then after you're completely depleted, you give more. Like that's when you know you're a parent. <laughs> you know, Because sometimes it feels like that, right? So spirituality is the same way. When you think you're leaning in, lean in more. That's where it is. When you're sitting there going, I am I'm just, I'm giving everything I have. I'm giving that. This is all I've got. This is everything. This is everything I've got. I can't do anymore. When you're there, lean in more. And that is what's going to do it because the whole point is stretch. You have to stretch yourself. What, what is it? What does an elastic band look like when it stretches, right? It doesn't look like this. It doesn't look when it stretches, it's ah, and it feels like it's going to snap and then it shoots forward. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. Increase, stretch, 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 and boom, you go. So when you think you've 
stretched as far as you can, stretch more. And that's where your spiritual awakenings are going to happen. All right. That's been an hour. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm, um, I haven't done one alone in a while, so this was freaking fun. I enjoyed it. So thank you. And I am going to rock out. And peace out. Looking for more? Check out over 200 episodes of Life Lessons and Laughter or click the link in the description of this episode to connect with Glenn directly.